Craft Beer Cast. I'm Josh. That's Jeff. Hey, it's the Wells. Hey, everybody. All of them, or at least one of me. Or all of them. Yeah. We are all the Wells. One single plot. Uh, so what's been new? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. Uh, this is we're typically... we're, get, we're staging up for uh, our oh, end, yeah, of year, end of the year. Uh, Beer of the Year show. So, um, actually, if you're hearing this, it's probably too late because we've already done our homework. Um, if you have your like top beer of the year, or even like a top five, and you want us to read it on the air, uh, slide into our subreddit slash r slash craft beer cast. Uh, post it out there. We'll compile them. Um, it probably won't make it in our top show unless we just happen to see it early enough. Right. I think so, it could be done in the first show of our new first recording of the new year. Yeah. Yeah. So, you you'll know, you'll have to listen to us talk about ours first, but we'll talk about yours next. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you'll get to hear about some of that. Could be good times if you want to hear one of us knuckleheads. Uh, you know what? We could even ask you to say, you know, maybe you uh, subscribe to our Patreon slash uh, craft beer cast. Uh, we'll uh, name drop you or something like that, or you can pick which one of us, but I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. Who cares? Something. Uh, which, by the way, are we doing officially? Officially. Are we doing top five or top ten? Top ten. Yeah. It's always top ten. Okay. Well, some years, for a while, it wasn't. It was top yeah, five. Yeah, well, because it was always like, here's my top five and like my 17 <laughs> honorable Other mentions. beers. <laughs> okay. So, I guess another ground rule, because the music's still playing. No more honorable mentions. It is top ten only this year. Okay. okay. So, my honorable mention, I'll just go ahead and get it out of the way right now. You guys hated this beer, or at least didn't buy You're it. You're going to have to be more specific. Rind from Fontafor, that yeah. watermelon lager. Sure. And maybe I just brought it to you guys too like late in the season, but all I can think about since I brought that beer to you a couple months ago and y'all didn't like it, it's like, why didn't you like this? I, I don't think I drank anything more at the house than Rind. Like, hmm. celebrations coming close, but Rind by a mile. Interesting. I know. Interesting. I mean, look, it's whatever. Here it is. It's like cold as shit outside. And I'm talking about like a watermelon beer, like, you know, dreaming of days when it was 90. <laughs> don't. Yeah, please don't. Because it was. I uh, enjoy this cool it, weather. It's mid-December and it was like 74 degrees out yesterday. Oh, I know. What was it? Tuesday? No, no, no. <clears throat> I think it was Saturday. Like I'm roaming around the house in like a tank top because it's so fucking hot in the house. Right. <laughs> And I was like cleaning and doing all this shit. And I'm, like, I'm not turning my ear back on. Yeah. No, I'm not doing it. No, I refuse. So I'm like in a tank top and I'm like, this is why I moved to North Carolina so I could roam around in the tank yeah. top. And I send a, a picture to the kiddo and he's like, I hate you. Yeah. Well, move out here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's real easy. Carson, just move out here. Yeah. Cause, uh, yeah. Tank top weather in fucking December is amazing. Yeah. I ran out and did a little yard work at lunch and I, you know, had t-shirt and jeans, you know. It's middle of December. It's always tank top weather if you're brave enough. That's true. That's true. I mean, it's not like I really need nipples. Frostbite? Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It's fun. Well, and you guys know you can die from frostbite and high temperatures too, right? Huh? You can die from frostbite and high temperatures too. I what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can. Okay. Yeah, you're, I, you're either going to need to explain this or move on. Uh, I, I can explain it, but the music is over. So uh, oh, just, th- just look it up. There was a family of hikers that died of frostbite in a cave in the desert. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, anyways, it's the Thames. 
What what's the Tim's? Yeah, I don't know. You put the story in here. I did. <laughs> there is nothing quite like getting corrected by the two of you on how to pronounce something. And I'm just like, but it's but I had it right. It's fine. We'll just move on. But uh-huh. I do, for the record, want to say, like, well, the river that uh, actually, flows through London. Yeah, I'm actually. Um, so big thanks to TechnoBlue USA for posting this to our subreddit, which if you want to go give us some grief about something you hear on the podcast, uh, hit us up on slash r or r slash craft beer cast. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a, a must watch. You know, it's the Thames, the river that flows through London. It's not the Thames. I've been there, Josh. Or was that Jeff? I can't remember. It was one of the two I haven't been there, so that would have been Josh. Okay. I I thought I said Thames. I don't remember. I was going to ask who said what. I don't care enough to go back and listen. But duly noted, thank you, TechnoBlue USA. Yes. Thank you. Feels good. I'm vindicated. Moving on. You're you're really not, though, because uh, it's the Thames. It's not. shit. (laughs) Oh, he's going out a Facebook denier over here. Oh, boy. Uh, this is an interesting story because I kind of forgot who New Holland was. I know I did, too. <laughs> it was kind of sad. But they are now Michigan's New, largest independent brewery. New Holland, brewery. you mean Dragon's Milk Brewing? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Wow. And what? Man, I, I remember when I used to be in love with that beer and I haven't bought that thing in forever. Because you haven't had it. Where is it? Oh, it's all over Is Teeters. it still? Okay, I, I don't know. Yeah. So they went the same way that we just talked about High Wire with their 10W40. It's different when you're doing like different barrel treatments, everything. But the second you start messing around with adjuncts on an already solid beer that just doesn't need distractions, right. I, I feel like they lost their way. And that, to begin with, it, at least in this market, I've never seen very much from New Holland aside from Dragon's Milk. Like, quick, name another beer from no. New Holland right now. No. Their pumpkin beer? What's it called? I don't even know. Their pumpkin beer? I mean, to, to Jeff's point, you, Jeff, you are 100% right. It's the Dragon's Milk Growing Company. I mean, and I'm sure they... Okay, here we go. Uh, Night, Night Tripper. What year is that from again? It's on there somewhere. Uh, I didn't know. It don't matter. God. Okay, cool. So they have two beers. I can't wait for Wheels for Wishes to get those... Beer's finally out of your keyser. Yeah, but I'm also very excited to, to try two of those at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh no, I mean, it's going to be fun to try them. Dem Black Ops. Oh, and that giant uh, <clears throat> brewery that shall not be named 17-year beer. that has oh, been the Boulevard? Si- yeah, yeah. it's oh. been sitting in there forever. I'm excited for that one too. Man, that's going to have, oh, that's going to be some good drinking. Well, coming back to New Holland. Yes. Uh, since... Uh, Founders had already been uh, purchased by what San Miguel, yes. and recently, more recently, um, New Belgium, not New Belgium, um, Bells. Bells has been purchased by the same brewery that owns New Belgium or the same um, what Lion subsidiary of Kieran. Yes. Anyway, so now New Holland is the largest independently owned craft brewery it coming out of Michigan. And that's just weird. I mean, yeah. you're the third largest brewery in a state and I'm sitting here struggling to come up with like a second thing that you okay, make. But on the same token though, it's like new glares. New glares is very large and does a lot of business. You mean spotted cow brewery? <laughs> Correct. And the 
uh, strawberry rhubarb fart beer. <laughs> you know? yep. but, but we so there's two. Just because we don't see them here doesn't mean they don't exist, Josh. Well, and, and so I guess the other thing, too, is when you stop and think about, okay, um, Bells for a second. Outside of, let's let's think typical big bucks. Let's not talk about a, a boutique store. Outside of Two-Hearted, what else are you typically seeing a lot of? Oberon. Oberon. And Oberon. And they've got, they have a bunch of other things that I don't, like, I feel like they were trying with, but never quite caught on. You know, like a, a light IPA, I want to say they've got. Which they're still pushing. And a hazy way. something or another. And then they, you know, there was a there was a time where they had, like, their version of the all-day IPA from Founders. Well, and I was going to say that that was my other side of the point, too. Was that, the, like, the one-hearted? No, it wasn't. It wasn't part or of Or half-hearted. Party. I can't remember. They... Bells did have a, yeah, a junior version. Yeah, I remember. That. We had it on the show. Yeah. Um, it's just been a while. But I was going to say, that was the other side, too. And yes, I know Wells and I still are dying on that hill of not buying Founders stuff. But uh, Founders, it, it really, at least to me, again, not talking boutique stores, because I know that's a different experience. Talking just a big box retailer, you're typically looking at breakfast out, when it's in season, and all oh, day. Yeah. Right, right. And all day. But... I mean, is, is it really that different than New Holland? Yeah. I mean, you might see their mosaic single hop, but yeah. I mean, I'll be 100% honest with you. Thank you for not lying. Michigan, to me, would be a fun place to go to have some of these beers that I know exist from New Holland, from Bell's, from some of these places that... Might be just taproom exclusive or home market exclusive. Yeah, exactly. Just to see what they're actually pushing out there. Besides Too Hearted and Oberon. Ah! And the heel turn continues. Boy. All right. Well, on on lighter news. Yeah. uh, Pliny's, the younger, is returning. Yeah. Look, uh. That was one of the few good things that I can think of to come out of, you know, the whole COVID-19 thing was suddenly they were bottling, you know, Russian River was putting Pliny the Younger in bottles. Something that was a, a draft only dream for me. Yep. And I got a chance to have Pliny the Younger in a damn bottle, like reasonably fresh. So that was cool. I mean, sucks that I couldn't do anything else, but at least there was that. But, hey, um, if you live in California, near Russian River in Sonoma County, um, in February, they're, you know, doing in-person releases of Pliny the Younger at Russian River again. I mean, that that's kind of like a, a craft beer destination, like a pilgrimage for me. For sure. I've, I've never been to Russian River before. There are few breweries that I can think of that I'm like, I have to go there. Like, yeah. I, I must. Oh, and I will tell you. Scott will go because he has training somewhat nearby Mm -hmm. and he will drive there and then like taunt me with like 32 check-ins. He's like, I ordered everything. I'm like, I hate you. (laughs) Why did we, when, when, can I, can I go? When can we, yeah. Can 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 I come out and play? Can that be Beercation 2.0? Does we just go to Russian River, please? I mean, I'd be down for like just a, a regular SoCal-ish kind of, you know, Find a medium spot. Drive I don't think that's so cow. It's not. I, it's not. I'm just saying like that is like a starting point. Okay. 
go to San Diego, do some of the CP SoCal type stuff, run up to Russian. It'd be great. See, it's not just me. Well, no, it's not. I'm very curious. And you know, no, you'll 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 pick you'll, it up. You'll anyway. find out. It's, okay. It's obvious. Okay. So yeah, uh, I already texted this article to Scott. I'm like, hey, uh, scheduling your next training. Uh, this might be one of my favorite douchebag articles of all time. This is a troll piece. You do know this, right? Is it really from it, Esquire? I mean, it can't not be. There's is Esquire no... even serious? I thought they were like a parody magazine at this point. Are they? I don't know. I've never paid attention Here's to Here's a bunch of pretty pictures of pretty people. And, you know, it's like uh, FHM or Maxim. Yeah. You know, but like we're pretending to be like legitimate because... Okay, I, I'll be 100% honest with you. I have not looked at an Esquire in God knows how long. I Same. just saw this article and I rolled my eyes so hard I might as well have fallen out of my chair. The title is basically, or the the gist of the story is, you should only drink about half your beer and then just dump it out. Because the second half is filled with backwash and debris and all kinds of other stuff you don't want to drink. Where did you learn how to drink is what I want to know first off. Like, I know there are some people who are very much like liquid goes in their mouth, their mouth stays open, liquid comes back out, and like sediment and all that. And I'm just like, that you're, I don't want to say you have a drinking problem. <laughs> but you do. But you need to learn how to drink. Could you scroll down just a little bit, please? Uh, that's what I thought was just a little bit up. Well, I want to see that picture. You know, it's the beer picture that has a dirty beer glass in it that oh, they use yeah. as their lead. Well, yeah, I should probably uh, only drink half of a beer, too, if your glass is dirty. Right. Come on, y'all. This is yeah. a uh, this is a junk piece of uh, writing. If anybody wants to or needs to, for whatever medical reason, get their blood pressure up, uh, feel free to check this out. It's why the first half of a beer is uh, better, and you should just dump at, dump out the rest. Yeah. Um, yeah. Gross. Like, seriously, what kind of drinking problem do you have where the second half of your beer is nothing but mouthwash? That's or mouthwash, backwash, mouthwash. That's a whole other problem. If you walk into the bar with a mouthful of mouthwash and you take a drink and somehow get the beer in your mouth and get the mouthwash out, I mean, like, number one, that's a Mary's Got Talent right there. But yep. number two, like, gross. Yeah, that ain't it. Yeah. So thanks for sharing that, uh, illustrious article josh you're very I welcome fucking hated it i did too <laughs> i did too mm. kind of like that thing i fucking hated it yeah i know hey keep in mind there's we're gonna have one more of these on the show if i can help it motherfucker i know <sighs> if if anybody needs a an excuse to listen to the buy no buy segment we're gonna be coming in pretty freaking hot i just have a feeling right yeah. I am I am over this brewery now at this point. Like yep. completely done with them. They can fuck right on off a cliff. <laughs> Just like the guy who founded Segway. Yeah. Exactly. Uh so this uh, was kind of a fun story Wells that you posted which is yeah. Hey, we like barley wines here on this show. Damn straight we do. And some craft beer experts share barley wines that they're never they never tire of. They enjoy. Yeah, and here we are. Uh, I think it's especially fitting that, especially after that clusterfuck last beer, uh, here we are drinking uh, a barley wine, or at least I am, um, in time to chase, uh, 
Talk about barley wine. Couldn't ask for a better pairing. That's right. So the first one up is from Dogfish Head, and it's old school. Damn straight. Old school is one of my absolute favorite uh, barley wines, English style with, with dates and figs, and it tastes like it's been aged fresh, like which is yeah. wild. Yeah. It, it tastes like it's already had two years worth of age on it. I really enjoy that beer. It. I look forward to that. Those bottles coming out every single year. And uh, up next is something that's near and dear to Jeff's heart. Straight jacket from Revolution. Damn straight. Barrel aged barley wine. Uh, I do have an issue with their average price. $25 for a four pack. You can't get it that cheap from the brewery. I was about to say, that seems uh, uh, insanely cheap. So. It's. <clears throat> I want to say it's 30 most years. Um, for whatever reason, it's probably because it's barley wine and that doesn't have the cachet of an imperial stout like Death Star does. But um, they definitely charge a little less than they do, but um, not that less. Yeah. Uh, what's the Although next if, one they, if they are, when I'm in Indiana here in a couple of weeks, I will be uh, texting mm, y'all. Mm, yes. Who want? So up next from Perennial, uh, it's their Vermilion. And I have not had this one. I haven't either. I'm sitting here like I've had a, a number of Imperial Stouts from Perennial, but never uh, a barley wine. So Vermilion, uh, that sounds pretty tasty. 13.6. Of course, they're doing smaller format bottles. Um, pretty excited. To... And, and again, if the price point is right, $13 for that from a for a Perennial? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's like $13 a can some places. Yeah. yeah. For a pint can. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's I don't yeah, that I'm bottle? I'm I'm starting to think that this average price on this uh kind of be taken with a grain of salt. But what do I know? Up next, and yes, we are going to talk about every single one of these, I guess. Uh up next is a, a beer from um Bull and Bush. It's their Royal Oil, which is just fun to say. Oh no, I love that song from the uh Mighty Mighty Bison's so yeah i have not had that one either strong ale yeah whatever haven't had it haven't heard of it uh yeah up next here nevada's bigfoot which look i i hate bigfoot fresh i absolutely cannot stand it i think i don't like you don't like a hopped barley wine yes that's right and i need at least a year on bigfoot the good news is I've had Bigfoot that's over 20 years old, and it holds up really, really well. Uh, next one up is Helderado from Firestone Walker. Have we had that one we, on the show? We have not. Yeah, I, was saying, I, I don't think we have. That's on my list of things that I I want to try at some point. I just haven't. I've had it in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's almost always in one of their anniversary beers. I just haven't had it. Oh, I see what you up. mean. As part of a blend or right, something. Right. Okay. Next one up from uh, Anchor, Old Foghorn, which I've had multiple times and never, you know, in my early craft beer days of mm-hmm. not really understanding what I was drinking. Okay. And always knew that I really liked that beer. And now that I know it's barley wine, I'm like, huh, I'll be damned. It all works out. I'm not the idiot I thought I was. Yeah, that that was pretty tasty. Oh, this, this little guy. So JW Lee's Harvest, it, they're now canning their stuff. Oh, we've, we've had one of their cans on the show, the... I believe the Calvados. Yeah. But I'm also really eyeing a four pack of the port barrel aged 
J.W. Lee's cans. Uh, I've had one of them, and I just I, yeah, need to. I, I know. Port wine, it's not my favorite, but. Well, it's yeah. one of my favorites. It's fine. It's good. I'm like, uh, I like this one. The Avery Hog Heaven, the Imperial Red IPA. Wait a second. I know. It was a barley wine and billed as a barley wine. And then they shifted the name, shifted the marketing to Imperial Red. Uh, to my knowledge, the recipe didn't change. Again, one of those West Coast style um, barley wines that I needed a lot of time for me. That was, that was one of those, I would get really excited to see it on the menu at like a Hickory Tavern, a place that I knew would just sit on this and it's probably a year old and which means it's ready to drink. Uh, Thomas Hardy's. I loved him in the new Venom. Right? Oh my God. <laughs> Thomas Hardy's is an all-time classic too. I've had some very, very oh, I, old. Yeah, I know, I'm just... Bottles of that. And then this one from a private press. Pools of reflection. Yeah, I've, I've never heard of it. I always get, have like a, a kind of a struggle when we have these articles. They're like, oh, here's the best one. Actually, do we have that coming up? Yeah, that's coming up here. Um, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and preface this as the segue. I struggle with these lists when it's a, oh, and this was that beer we made that one time. It's a super rare adjuncted version of this right. that you have to... You know, win a lottery, be there on premise, get the right thing, and then, you know, maybe, just maybe, you'll get lucky enough to have it. So right now we're talking about uh, an article about the best high-rated beer because we run out of actual news, and so now we're just trolling, you know, some hey, form Beer of advocates list, yeah. This one, uh, I was going to say, this one actually came via our subreddit. Sure, no, no, I, I get it. I'm, I'm not busting on the submission. Right, I, right, and right. I appreciate the submission. That's great. It's just like... Like this to me is, is weak sauce in terms of an article, but like I was kind of skimming through and I'm like, okay, so let's see what three Floyd's beard is. And of course, you know, it's dark Lord, uh, marshmallow Hanji, which again, you have to, in order to have gotten it before in, in the old days, you had to, uh, get tickets to the dark Lord event, uh, which wasn't guaranteed. And then you had to get lucky enough to get that in your kind of blind grab bag, when, you know, because like they would just hand you a bag. You didn't get to pick which beer you wanted. They would just hand you a bag. And so you might get like I got a, a chemtrail mix. Yeah. Which apparently was the hot one that year. And everybody yeah, yeah. got super excited about. But you don't know what you're going to get. So it's not like now it may be different now and you may be able to buy this a little more easily. But, but, you know. but, but previously you're, you're saying literally I had to win the lottery twice, basically. Pretty much, yeah. You had to win the lottery and then get a lucky dice roll. I mean, you know. Wow. And, you know, and that depends on how much they made and how many of the other bottles they had. And, like, so I, I recognize that this is an article kind of, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel in terms of, like, what's an easy thing to write about? We'll just make a list of all of the highest rated beers. There's no real content here. It is just content. It's a listicle. It's a listicle. Um but like, you know, it's just, it's one of those beers that got highly rated because it was so hard to get a hold of and everybody wanted to drive the desirability. I look at most of the stuff on here and I'm just kind of like shaking my head because it's all like double hazy IPAs and, you know, super imperial stouts. And I'm like, some of these actually are really good. I don't doubt. But North Carolina had Charlotte's uh, own Heist Brewing with Citroquential. Which is 
super easy to find. Yeah, and that's I, I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's a good, good choice. But super easy to find, but that was also, at least in this local market, like the first and ostensibly best Go back up there, um, representation of a hazy IPA. I mean, they hit that one out of the park. and yeah. mm. You knew what it would be. I thought maybe Revolution had a chance, but no, Bourbon Canada branched out. Yeah. Because yep. we got to convince everybody that it's good. 70K from against the grain. I mean, I remember, as well as beers, I don't know how many times I looked at and I said, there's no way I'm paying $25 for a bomber of an Imperial Stout. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us now. <laughs> right? Yeah. Woof. I try not to think about the math sometimes. Would uh, South Carolina get? Probably Mexican cake. Our neighbors. Oh, yeah, probably. Oh, maple bourbon barrel aged. Yeah, maple Mexican bourbon. Cake. So let's talk. So, so mm-hmm. Wells, you're familiar with the process. How easy is it for me, an average consumer reading this list, to go and get my hands on maple bourbon barrel aged Mexican cake? Um. Oh, it's not. Okay, cool. <laughs> I I mean, go to the brewery and buy it. They do have vintage bottles. But here's the thing: anytime somebody buys one of the vintage bottles from the list, uh, and the number of bottles that they have in their reserve drops, the price goes up. So eventually the last bottle that they have is something stupid. And I'm talking like $500 a bomber. Stupid. Yeah. My bubble tingled a little bit. But you get the, oh, we we got the last bottle. And at that point, I have to give it five stars because I just paid $500 for a bomber of, albeit a good beer, it's not a five hundred dollar beer. Oof! It is a thirty dollar beer. Yeah, I'd I'd say it's a forty five dollar beer. But that's just because if you you bought a case of all the sure. everything, that's kind of what the average price was. That's fine. Uh, look at the one that I highlighted, nope, gentlemen. I don't want to talk about that. Nope, that's, nope. That's, we no, we nope nope. About, we're talking about it. Are you talking about it? I'm not gonna. Uh, so big bad Batista is highlighted. Um. Yeah, I, I well, I guess you know you look at Utah. Is there any other brewery there besides Epic? I can't think of one. Washington had coffee, cinnamon, <laughs> bebomb from Fremont, um, which is I don't know that we had the coffee cinnamon one. I don't know that I want coffee cinnamon in my bebomb, but now it makes me think of like coffee cake, and that sounds good. I'm still hungry. Yeah, I can tell. God, just. Wendy's just wasn't enough for you. But like Wyoming's uh, two by four double IPA from Melvin. I think we had that one um, on the show. It's a good beer. I'm also shocked to not see a new uh, new Glarus beer in Wisconsin. Hmm. Yeah. That's kind of amazing. Because especially some of their their wilds and their sours are excellent. Yeah, absolutely. All right. uh, Well, that was fun. Are we ready for a break? Oh, hell yeah. Are we ready to trash a beer? Oh, hell yeah. It's time for Buy No Buy Time in 30. We'll be back. It's going to be rough.
time provided by Walls. How does that work? We've been drinking beer throughout the show, and now is our chance to tell you what we've been drinking and what we think of it using the easiest system that we can come up with. Would we buy this again, or are we not buying this? Jeff, start us off. Uh, first up, we have a what I love to affectionately call the white label beer from Divine Barrel. Um, it, it literally is a white label with black lettering that says the style. This is a Vienna lager. And in uh, smaller text underneath, it says Vienna style lager. <laughs> is because it a what? Vienna lager? Apparently so. I mean, you know, it's like their oatmeal stout or the Italian Pilsner or the regular Pilsner. I mean, like, anytime... So Divine Barrel's at that point with me. If I see a white-labeled beer, I know it will it will deliver on what it says it is and that I will enjoy it. And I never have any pause picking that up. I've gone through multiple, multiple four-packs of their various white-labeled beers. I love it. It feels like almost like the store brand, if you will. Um no flash, no pop, no circumstance. It's just good beer. And this Vienna Lager delivers. If you, for whatever reason, are holding your nose up like you don't think you like Vienna Lager, get over yourself. Vienna Lager is great. Big buy. Wells? Damn. I mean, what else can I add to that? Um, As he slams can down on the table. Uh, this this was absolutely delicious. Uh, I had this one a couple weeks ago. I think we were on four pack number three now um this is a good anytime drinking beer so this is like the hallmark of a perfect beer to me can you drink it fast when you're watching football and just like you're doing something else and it's like good background noise or you can like savor and analyze every single sip possible Mm -hmm. this is both um this is two style i mean drink this beer and look up the bjcp definition of vienna lager and you're just going to be, like, checking off all the boxes. This is great. Um, I'm a no-buy. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a, a huge buy. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Yeah, this is, I mean, you guys have said everything I was going to say. It's delicious, absolutely. Big, big buy. I love the fact that, you know, on a weekly basis, Divine Barrel will put out their tweet. And they'll be like, here's, the, here's our big can release. And it's, you know, it's this beer. And it's a, it's a sour with, you know, lactose and marshmallow and cherries and other flavors and all this. And then we did this other super crazy thing in a beginning lager. And I'm like, that's the one I want. Yep. Every damn time. Jeff, next beer up. Up next from Sierra Nevada, uh, this is their Atomic Torpedo, which I somehow missed. And it looks like this has been on the shelves for a little while. Yeah, it has a little it bit. It is... Uh, I'll explain how I got it. Two and a half months old at this point, but Atomic Torpedo is a East Coast, West Coast hop collision joint power of two styles. A juicy East Coast IPA and a dank West Coast IPA. Um, I, this is good drinking. I like this one a lot. Um, I, I, it's a little bit of juicy, but it still gives me that West Coasty that I like. It's not hazy. I'm a buy. Wells? I think this, going back to last recording, last show, I feel like this is what uh, Double High Pitch wanted to be. Oh, yeah. Good call. Uh, this is really good. Uh, typically, I kind of get a little skeptical and people are like, oh, it's a marriage of East Coast and West Coast. I'm like, oh, we'll but see. It's Sierra Nevada. Yeah, I know. And, that's the thing. It's Sierra Nevada from the guys that brought you celebration and Snappa. It, yeah. From the guys that steer you right more than they steer you wrong. 
Yep, pretty much. I, I don't know how I missed this either. I, I'm a buy. Josh, tell us the story. You know how you missed it. This is the quote-unquote turd in the box. What? Oh, really? Yes. Of their like new, you know, I guess seasonal IPA. It's <clears throat> Torpedo, Snappa, Dankful, and this. Which I'm not saying any of those are bad beers by any stretch of the imagination, but... None of those are bad beers. Right, but you look at this beer and you go, well, I don't know what the fuck this is. I've never heard of this before. And when this is the quote-unquote turd in the box... I mean, have we finally found a box that doesn't have a turd? Yeah, we have. Because this was the one where I was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe this is good. And no, then the first this was time good. I, no, no, the first time I drank it, I was like, um, wow, uh, I have finally found a mixed box of IPAs. Yes, it's a little dated. I wish it was a little fresher, sure. but what can you do? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is damn good drinking. And especially a double. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Big, huge buy. Next beer up. Uh, from Allagash, somebody who we don't have enough beer on of the show. Beer, who's beer, beer on the we show. don't have enough of on the show. There we go. There's my words. I use them. Okay. Uh, this is Nocturna, a bourbon barrel-aged stout with vanilla. Let's do some more. All right, I get you. There you go. Um, it's a 9.5% beer that pours actually fairly thin. Um, it's not a. It's not an oil, um, like a used oil like we get with a lot of Imperial Stouts. Um it definitely has that Allagash yeast going on with it. Um, it calls, like, it labels itself as decadent. And maybe it is if you're an all Allagash drinking person. It doesn't even come close to what the kind of, like, standard is for a decadent Imperial Stout anymore. Um, it's fine. It's well made. I don't have any issues with it i just like so many allagash beers i know they're good but there's always something else i'd rather have unfortunately and so i'm gonna know buy this one wow it's not a, it's not a bad beer it really isn't i just i'm just not buying it wells wells when somebody says yeah. stout and barrel aged and vanilla i want a little bit more than this it is a I mean, this is a diet stout. It definitely has that uh, house yeast that Allagash loves to use. Which is good. Which is good. It's weird. Like, I really like this beer, but I don't like it as a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout with vanilla. Um, and for that, I'm going to no buy it. I like it. And this is the last of a four pack that I picked up, but... It, it's like Allagash uses their own definitions for some things, and this kind of fits that bill. And to be fair... To be fair! This could honestly be what an Imperial Stout is supposed to be. And we're all screwed up by what everybody says an Imperial Stout is. Well, of years of drinking American Imperial Stouts, this ain't it. Yep. So... I like the beer, but I don't like what it says it is. No buy. Josh. I liked it more before you told me what it was. Yeah. If you had not told me what I should have expected If I had told you that was just a regular stout. Or a Belgian Dark Strong, right? Or a Porter. Uh, I wouldn't have taken that as a Belgian Dark Strong. I mean, if you not had told me to expect bourbon, vanilla, and all this other stuff, this 
was just a plain normal stout. And then now that you told me that, my brain is looking for all those notes going, they're kind of there, but not really. Ain't nothing here. Which is a bummer that I like this beer better when I didn't know what it was. So, no buy. Oh, God. Here it comes. So, for years, if you've been a long-term listener, for years, we have gushed. Sometimes literally. Proselytized. You know, preached about the greatness that is the Big Bad Baptist from Epic Brewing in Utah. And <clears throat> I, I've had multiple quarter barrel kegs that I've yes, gone yes, you have. The last one I didn't finish, but that was also my third or fourth like straight keg of that. Um, and then. Something happened. They started getting kind of fancy pants and it was, they're going to do a couple variants and like a, an anniversary, like if you will, like a triple barrel age and then a quadruple barrel age and then quintuple. And it kept like, they kept trying to ramp it up more and more and more. And then one year they started getting cute and it was like, everyone is like <coughs> cherries and chocolate or some other, you know, variant barrel age salt. Yeah, and and something happened, and they had a year where I took my love for Baptist, and I threw it in the trash, set it on fire, put it in the trash compactor, and then dropped a nuke on it. I I, I was done. They broke me. And so I've kind of been sitting back and waiting. Um, we had a couple of their beers last year. They weren't good. You know, it seems like they have lost their way. They're making Big Bad Baptist, and they're not making it well anymore. I don't know what's happened or what's changed. It's disappointing. You, I used to recommend this beer to everyone, and I, I got to where I can't. I don't even talk about it anymore. Um, it touched me in the no-no place, and I was done. I can't. I, you know, like I've been, I've been going to therapy, and I'm finally able to talk a little more about it. And so this year's variants pop up, and I immediately go. Yeah, nothing I need to see here. You know, there is a, the, the naked variant Wells was talking about earlier off mic that doesn't have the adjuncts in it. So it's just the Imperial Stout, no cacao nibs, no coffee, uh, no coffee, just Imperial Stout and bourbon barrels, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So get, so, so we're still kind of maybe thinking about that, but Wells brought us a bottle of Big Bad Baptist in the rye which is their standard Big Bad Baptist uh, coffee and cacao added that was aged exclusively in rye whiskey barrels. And I'm interested because I like the idea. Yeah, I mean, on I'm, paper. I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. And so help me, the coffee's already turned green. I don't understand this. I, mm. I, I need to write a letter to Epic. I'm going to put an open... Like, that's how mad I am about this. I'm putting an open letter out on the internet... Open letter to Epic Brewing, and it's just going to say, the heck. Just the heck in the subject and nothing in the body? Nothing else. And they'll be like, what's wrong? And I'll be like, okay, now that you, you're paying attention, let me start. Let me start. I mean, this beer is trash. It is it, like, it, if you're going to play with coffee, and they used to be so good with their coffee, and this is trash. It has gone green. 
It's this, trash fresh. The, yeah, no doubt. This hasn't aged. This hasn't sat anywhere. Wells literally bought this in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. As he soon was, as I got my hands on it, I'm like, it's coming on the show. He was excited about it. I'm like, we absolutely get on the show. I'm going to give it another shot. I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm fairly realistic, but I'm optimistic. You know, I'm going to try and, you know, bottles half empty, bottles half full. Who cares? I'm willing to give it a shot. And so help me, like, how you have a beer this fresh and the coffee has already turned green. Something's happened up there, and I don't know. And, you know. Oh, Yeah. I got I got nothing I can I can do here except dump this out. That is not Jeff pissing, by the way. Oh God, that is. You might need to get that looked at. Just Jeff dumping that bomber. Well, of... you didn't ask me if I wanted to finish it first. What the fuck? You got some more. You don't need it. Yeah. I... Suicide time. Oh, I do yeah, not. There's some right there in that dump bucket. You want it that bad, oh, son? Oh man. Yeah. Um. What I mean. To That's Jeff's is, to Jeff's know? point, like, how do you have no? You have had, we we have had some aged big bad Baptist, yeah, and it's been fine. Yes. So why is it that this stuff is turning green? In, I mean, and for those that don't understand, like, what coffee turning green tastes like? It it tastes like green peppers. Like the, the it, second I put it up to my nose, it's. I took a whiff of it. I'm like, holy shit, green peppers. This yeah. better not be. And I took a sip. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Son of a Baptist. I mean, this, the, the coffee's gone bad. Um, this is terrible. This is embarrassing. If I was big, bad Baptist, I would have had a recall out on, or Epic. I would have had a recall on this already. This, this should not have, like, are they just not doing QA? It Does no one taste this before it gets you know, packaged and, and shipped out. Or have they just lost their quality control people? And now they've got folks in there that to their, maybe they just don't know any better. Maybe their entire production team has had like long haul COVID and this tastes just fine to them. Yeah. They can't, they can't smell or taste anything. Maybe that's the problem. So yeah, this is an absolute buy. If you have long haul COVID and cannot taste or smell anything because you will miss the green pepper coffee. I mean, the good uh, news is you'll be finding this in the clearance bins before too long. So you got that going for you. No, you even see, I can't even like buy stuff and use this to cook with. Cause it's going to make no, no, like but whatever like, I marinate in taste anything. My point yeah, is like, true. you know, if you've got long haul COVID, you can't taste anything. I mean, this is an option to get an 11 percent beer for I'm cheap. Saying, yeah. I mean, so yeah, big, big ass. No buy Josh tap right. in it. Pile yeah. on. So I, I I will admit something. On Mike, and I almost wish I would have just fucking done it to make up for this. Theater had BCBS, 12 bucks for a bomber. Oh, it would have been 10 times better. It would have been 100 times better. It would have like, been You know good. what? We have never actually done this beer on the show. I should buy two fucking bombers, and I really should have. Because I would rather give money to goddamn AB InBev than ever give another penny to Epic Brewing right now. Well, we'll try the, the Naked Baptist when, when Wells finds it. Better. No, no, no. Yeah. Save your money. Save your money. Fuck them. Fuck them sideways. This is horseshit. It's, this is beyond horseshit. It's, How do you make a beer this fucking bad? 
ridiculous. When you've been doing it for years. This is not like, how long have we been talking about Baptist? I mean, it's, it's going back at least six years, I think, at this point. At least. And I like they've lost their way. I can't, I can't in good faith give my money to Epic for any reason now. Dear listener, just go out and buy a bottle of BCBS. Because give your money to AB. Don't fucking give just your to money give to Epic. Just give you an idea of how big of a heel turn it is. Josh is endorsing AB InBev over, over any Baptist beer. Yep. Yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. And this was in our top five. All oh, of us. Oh, yeah. For years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is fucking ridiculous. It was bad last year. And it was bad the year before. This may be the worst yet. Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, I had, you know, going back to the smell thing. Again, I don't really typically look at the lineups. I smelled the, the, yep. the pepper and I was like, oh, so they're trying to make a, a, a spicy one, huh? No. No, they aren't. Okay, then. This is no, like, jalapeno big bad Baptist. This is. Yeah, this is just trash. All right, final beer up. Please save us from that train wreck. Final beer up. Uh, Old Hickory put out, I, you can't see my air quotes, a new Walker variant. So Irish Walker is their uh, English-style barley wine. Yep. Uh, loved and adored by us on the show. Um, Appalachian Walker is another variant. Apple that's, Brandy Barrels. That's right. Yeah. And so this is Iberian Walker that has been aged for 80 months. 80. Like so that's eight zero? That eight is zero. almost nearly seven years. Damn. In a port wine barrel. Uh-huh. Um the the base barley wine is is excellent. Um I, I feel like this is a very good treatment of it. Uh especially if you are a big port wine fan. I like it a little. I'm not a huge fan. Um I, I would I'm not gonna buy it, but not because it's not a good beer. I just like the port wine either hits me or it doesn't. Um, it's done really well. It's an excellent beer. I just, you know, yeah. I'm going to buy it. Well, so I'll let you gush. 80 months. So in, in port barrels. So, yes, this is a little. Okay. It, this is pretty oxidized. I mean. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, let's Nearly, just. Yeah. Let's just talk about that. Nearly real seven quick. years. Nearly seven years. This is pretty oxidized. Holy crap, though. Um, it ages well. Uh, this is like the Michelle Pfeiffer of barley wines. Like, even even though it's years past her prime, you, still, you still would. Yeah. Um, I I love this beer. I, I admitted I worked for Old Hickory when this beer was put in Port Barrels. Um, so, yeah, call that what you will, but. I bought two of these sight unseen and I was prepared to load the other one in the fridge or save it for um, the next barley wine tasting. And I'm going to be saving it for the next barley wine tasting because this is freaking epic. It is. It, it, it's it, a journey. Again, like it's not, even though I didn't buy it, it is absolutely amazing. The patience that old Hickory had or forgetfulness. Either way, Josh, what do you think? So it, 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 what's really fascinating about this is that it smells cardboardy as all get out or the oxidation, oxidation factor. O- oxidation. I said that. Oxidation factor. But it doesn't really taste that 
that way at all. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Port is kind of like a desserty wine. Yes. Yeah, it's a touch sweet. Okay, I do get a little sweetness on this, but not. Like it's the o- honey. Overwhelming. There's. <laughs> it's not overwhelmingly like. Yeah, I don't like honey, y'all. Honey and chocolate are two flavors that just ain't in my wheelhouse. This is good, though. Uh, this He's is the big bad Baptist. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> you heard me. I like this. I'd buy this. Um, I actually think it would be fun to buy it and age it for another 80 months. Just as, Oh, God. What completely happens. unnecessary. I'm yeah. pretty sure if you were to, like crack open that bottle after 80 months of aging, it would just turn to dust. <laughs> so, I mean, honestly, is this really one of those cases where they meant to age it this long? Or was it kind of like, oops, it hung out in the back of the brew house for... Yes? I I, I can't speak to that. No comment. Fair enough. Uh, it's time for Ad Tap That. Well, how does that work? Oh, that's uh, really easy. Of the beers that we've had on the show... What's the one that we would put on tap at our theoretical home kegerator? Jeff. Uh, I'm, I'm real tempted to go with that Vienna lager because it's just that damn good. Because uh, it, it'd be easy drinking, easy passing, no, no worries there. Um, I'm going Baptist, honestly. Um, I, no, no, of course not. <laughs> course not no that uh that uh atomic torpedo it just it was just real oh it's oh. a, it a real fun beer i really liked it um yeah i'd do more of that especially if it was fresh yeah to be the turd in the box and not be a turd like right? i i feel like special achievement status should be applied there wells achievement unlocked that's right i would love to have seen what that atomic torpedo looked like fresh uh as well However, I just, where I am this time of year, it's a little chilly outside. Uh, I am going nowhere except for that Vienna lager. All day, every day, my God, it's delicious. When I, I think my untapped comment on this was like, this, like, this is going to be the, the autumnal beer of choice. I've, it's great. Nice. Absolutely great. Josh, what are your thoughts? Uh, Jeff, I'm right there with you with that. Atomic Torpedo. Uh, again, uh, you know, you look at it and go, ah, this is probably the turd in the box, but, you know, hey, there's three other good, solid IPAs in this pack. Screw it. Let's roll the dice. And I get to this one, and I literally saved one for the show of how impressed I was with it. So that tells you anything, even though it is a little out of date, which is unfortunate, but, you know, occasionally happens. Uh, this would be one of those that I would love to see them try to make into at least a yearly release as, you know, a six-pack. And it's really funny how all of a sudden Celebration comes out and then I'm like, oh yeah, Sierra Nevada still exists. And how long have they just been making good fucking beer? Also, I feel like there was a point where Sierra Nevada kind of started to stray from the formula a little bit. Yeah. And it was like Tropical Torpedo. Good point, good point, good point. we have this other trend-chasing thing that we're doing, and then they kind of dialed in every little thing. What's their their hazy? Hazy little thing and hazy, hazy thing. big thing. Yeah. And, and they crushed that out of the park, and they're like, hey, 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 psst, psst, come here, come here, come here, come here. I got a secret to tell you. We're back. Boom. You yeah. Know, roll credits, and Sierra Nevada walks off into you know the sunset. Um, 
They're just great. Yeah, very good point. All right, we're at the end of the show. Where are we at? Uh, speaking about great things, uh, you won't find them at craftbeercast.com. Uh, you'll just find no, our you old won't. episodes, links to our stuff, like our Patreon if you want to support us. we got a Facebook page if you want to go there. Uh, tell a friend, you know. Uh, meanwhile, if you want to hassle Josh, uh, send him some pics of your to at CBcast on the Twitters. Wells, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me lurking on Reddit at uh, slash r slash craft beer cast. Um, let us know what your top five beers of the year are. We will talk about them on our first show back in the new year. Um, if you're just looking to talk to me, I don't know why, but you can find me at all the wells on Instagram and Twitter. Josh. You can follow me on Twitter at JoshCBC. Don't forget to rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. And don't forget about our Patreon, patreon.com slash craftbeercast. Help fund our shows because we don't take sponsors. All right, keep doing it. Uh, Other than that, we've hit all the other notes. So we will talk to you guys next Thursday.